I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. One of the things that distinguishes us as human beings from all of God's other creations is our ability to think and reason. And what a beautiful gift it is. But can we be honest? Sometimes that gift gets us into trouble. Sometimes we have an inkling, a nudge, an inclination that maybe this isn't the best decision. And we do it anyway. At least I do it anyway. And sometimes we find ourselves in situations that we're not sure how we're going to get out of. Yes, there are often consequences to our missteps. And if we're not careful, we can allow the challenges that we face to deter us from moving forward with life. And we can get down in the dumps about where we are. Sometimes we can even think, that those mistakes disqualify us from being used by God. Well, my next guest, Lisa Beth Willis, has a different take on those situations. She says that you can, in fact, bounce back and be a blessing to others. So if you think that your mistakes have disqualified you from writing and publishing that book, I want you to listen in. There is someone waiting on you, and Lisa Beth is going to help you get started. Enjoy. Well, Lisa Beth, thank you so much for joining us here for Publishing Secrets. Super excited about the opportunity to talk with you about your book, The Bounce Back, uh, and make sure that our audience learns a little bit more about the journey of writing and publishing a book. Um, But let's start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about The Bounce Back. Um, Who is the book really written for? Who are you trying to to reach or minister to with this book? My book is The Bounce Back from Heartbreak to Wholeness. It is the uh, first book I've published and quite frankly, um, it is a story of, of my life experiences and how God allowed me to hit rock bottom so that he could build me back layer by layer and I could find myself again because I did lose myself in the midst of life. Um, and I primarily wrote it for women who need help. Um, women who it, we, we juggle so much and we carry a lot of plates and we compartmentalize sometimes good, sometimes not so good. But either way, we keep going. And because of that, it's very easily in the midst of switching hats and wearing different hats, it's very easy to lose yourself because you're nurturing and serving others. But a lot of us, especially um, in our generation, and I'm about to be 50 tomorrow, in in our generation, 
we weren't necessarily taught to self-care and self-love and self-nurture as much. So I, I think um, this book, uh, well, I know this book is primarily a reminder to women to remember who they are and to keep themselves in mind in the process and to know that even in the midst of heartache, they can heal. You know, Lisa Beth, what I appreciate about your book, The Bounce Back, is that it is a story um, that is rooted in transparency. And you have talked about um, hitting rock bottom. And I just know that there are people that are listening right now where one of two things has happened. One, they are in rock bottom right now. And they need help from someone like you to help them navigate. Or they are a person who has been in rock bottom and now wants to write a book to pay it forward and help others navigate as you have done. So share with us a little bit about what rock bottom means from your standpoint and what that was like for you. You know, mom taught me to go to school and get a good job, like a lot of us were taught. And I did what I was told. Um, I ended up starting with uh, a major pharmaceutical company, the largest at the time, um, and moving to Chicago and just experiencing life. And But I was unfulfilled. And so one day while driving from St. Louis to Chicago for work, I was listening to one of Tony Robbins' CDs. And one thing that Tony Robbins said, Robinson said, he said, you know, if you want to know who you are, just remember the, who you were when you were, were younger. When people ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Who's that person? Because that's who God put in you to be before all of life's messages got to you and sort of took you on a different path. So for me, it was a singer because I just sing like I breathe. I loved it. Um, but I was told that can't, it can't happen. It's not real. So after listening to Tony Robinson, I, I prayed. I can sing Robinson as Robin. <laughs> and I prayed and, you know, God allowed me to meet someone on an elevator who was in the music in industry who introduced me to the industry. And I began to work behind the scenes for a while and was exposed to real, you know, the actual business. You know, I worked behind the scenes for a public announcement. Um, I worked for You Know Who Entertainment who deal with, was with A&M Records. And I learned the business behind the business. Wow. I almost feel like I'm watching a movie, right? You have this revelation. Uh, and I am also a huge fan of Tony Robbins. You get this clarity. You take the steps and a way is provided. And it sounds like all of the things that you would have wanted. I remember a public announcement back in the day because we're, you know, around that same age. And this is like a dream come true. But then I, I reflect on the title of your book, The Bounce Back. So I have a feeling that even though this was a really high moment for you, that there were some ups and downs to come. So where did things go from here? Um, after that, you know, when, when the song is high and doing well, you know, when the single went platinum, the... Um, um, what do you call it? The album went gold. So we were very busy. But then when things slowed down, it really wasn't much of a need for me full time. So as a result, I ended up getting back into corporate and 
I worked corporate and came back to Ohio. But in the meantime, I'd done some movie extra work, et cetera. And um, I was I then, you know, realized I needed to get back into it, even though I was back in Ohio. I was, that call was still there and that interest was still there. Um, so I ended up going back and forth to Chicago, or excuse me, to New York for um, movie extra work in the midst of moving to New York to go to that next level. Um, I had connections there. And on this one particular visit, I had gone and um, I was interviewing for Hairspray and I had um, some extra work on The Sopranos, if you remember that HBO series. And on the way back, uh, well, excuse me, let me go back. I was, I'd gone up there to do the movie extra work. And while I was there, my son called and my mom, was on the phone with me and my son and he said to me or to my mom Mima, I keep telling mommy to come home but she won't so that next morning I got up about 4 35 o'clock got on the road and I didn't go back to New York for nine years and so um I let that go but on that drive back um I told God if I can't have this at least let me get married so that that move right there I didn't pray first I did not um really Go to God like I know to go to God. Lisa, I just know that as, as difficult as it may be to even go down memory lane right now and recount these experiences, I just want you to know that I just feel in my heart that someone is being blessed right now by this testimony. They are the mom that has uh, put their dreams, their God-given dreams to the side to be there for their kids. And so that's the beauty of, you know, being an author that is willing to be transparent is that your experiences are not just your experiences. There are others that have walked similar paths. And when they read your story, that connection is made. And then when they see that you were able to make it through it encourages them that they can make it through as well. Now, because we've had an opportunity to talk at length, I know that you did eventually get married, but even that had its challenges. So things there didn't turn out as you expected. So I want you to go there in your mind once you realize that you were at a point where the marriage wasn't going to work out. Um, where were you mentally and emotionally? And, and what was your kind of plan at that point? Um, because all of this is, is feeding into the epiphany that you had and the book that was eventually birthed. In that process, I told myself, I'm just going to be single by myself for four years. I'm not going to date anybody. I'm just going to get to know myself again and love on Lisa for a while. And guess what didn't happen? That very thing. Um, instead of taking time to rebuild myself, um, my best friend introduced me to her uh, boyfriend at the time, now husband's best friend. And long story short, he had his own issues that he was bringing to the table. I had my issues that I had, uh, an unhealed trauma, quite frankly. And it was a roller coaster for four and a half years, up and down, back and forth. And you hear about people 
who are in these relationships, they break up and get back together, break up and get back together. And I don't know that until I had my own experience that I realized that that was toxicity, that somebody needed to let go. I know it now because I know what I had to go through. So mm -hmm. um, in, in the midst of, of that up and down, uh, it finally ended in a way that I couldn't go back. And I have to be honest that, you know, God was speaking to me, telling me to let go, but I didn't have the courage to let go. Even my best friend told me, she's like, Lisa, if you just let him go, if he's meant to be, he's going to come back. Just let him go. And I couldn't. I couldn't. And as a result, um, it was a situation where we had picked out engagement rings. Um, it was like mid-September. His birthday's right after mine, mid-September. He picked out engagement rings and, um, and, you know, his wedding ring. And then like three weeks later, he wanted out of the relationship. Well, I knew at that point I could not take him back because, wait a minute, you just cried and begged your way back in. Now, here we are almost a year later. You want out again? As I'm sitting here listening to you, Lisa Beth, there's a, a scripture that comes to mind. Uh, Romans eight twenty eight. All things work together for our good. Um, and it doesn't always feel good, Right. Um, sometimes it's things that others, um, have brought about through their actions or inactions in our lives. And then sometimes by your own admission, it's, we have gotten off track. But interestingly enough, God is not surprised and he's able to take all of those things and work them together for our ultimate good. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, now that you are further along in your journey that God has you on, how do you reconcile it all? How do you make sense of what happened and what you learned from the experience? He allowed my heart to be broken so he could build me back layer by layer. By that, I mean, my degree is in English journalism. My master's degree is in mass communication. I knew I was going to write my whole life. I knew I was going to be, well, I should say in college, I discovered. So I knew that, that a fiction author, you know, I was going to do all these things. But in the midst of, you know, marriage and giving, I lost sight of that. But in the midst of that, I learned to love myself. I learned the importance of forgiveness, self-forgiveness, which is more important. You know, I had to forgive him, but I also had to forgive myself for ignoring my intuition, for ignoring what God was telling me to do in my disobedience. And, you know, I had to remember who I was, remember who he made me to be. And so now I can stand before you and say, you know, as Michelle Obama said, I'm becoming, this is only the beginning. You know, there's so much more that, that, that I know that God is putting me to deliver to the masses. And I'm just grateful. This has been quite a journey for you. Um, but it, it, it brings me in my mind to that scripture, Romans eight twenty eight, that all things work together for our good. It may not feel good, but in the end, even things where we got off track to your admission, God can take those things 
and work them together for our good. So I'm curious from your point of view, now that you've had some time and space and can have a a, a different perspective, when did all of this kind of come to a head for you and you were able to look back and say, all of the pain, all the struggle, all of those moments of darkness and depression, going through all of that was worth it because I was able to take my story and help someone else. What was that moment for you? I think that moment might've been when I finally finished the book because then I saw how God brought me back to me and actually sitting down doing what I said I was going to do a long time ago. And not necessarily just this book, maybe because I had the manuscript for the fiction project um, that I have not yet released. Um, Even in that moment, even in that process, because that's who I am. That's who I am. That's what I'm supposed to do. In the midst of all my other hats, there's something fulfilling about doing that thing that that's been burning in you that when you see other people do it you don't give them the side eye necessarily unless you're just a jealous hearted person which thankfully i'm not but there's something in you that's like dang i'm supposed to do that dang why haven't i done that you know what i mean but again going back to that discipline but i think that's when i knew and maybe even in the process of writing because there's something about, some people call it muse, that inspiration that's, that's coming to you while you're in the midst of your writing process. And for me, I can remember that same thing when I was in college and when I was you know, writing journalism papers. I remember that burn, that feeling and of, of just things pouring from me. And you know, it was the same in my, in my writing process. So it was that realization of, bam, this is who I am. I'm not that broken girl. Now, Lisa Beth, you shared that you were able to develop nine principles to help a person uh, bounce back. So I'm curious, you know, a lot of times when, you know, someone feels called to write, one of their biggest challenges is figuring out where to start, like how to take their experience, their journey and translate it into something that someone else can use that's actionable. So talk to us a little bit about what that process looked like for you in terms of getting started with your book. Um, it, 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 I can't even take full credit for doing it when I did it. Um, I will say that um, God took me through those steps and then a, another local publisher that I'd known, you know, had been following and known, I'd consulted with her a few times, and she was doing an anthology. Um, her name is Valerie Lewis Coleman, and she um, was doing um, a book. Uh, she was uh, doing a book called uh, "The Weight of Success." This was, and she said, "Lisa, she said, why don't you, you know, come on and be a part of this process?" And why? And I told her, I, well, I might have told her I was thinking about doing it. And she said, "Well, why don't you do it? Just think about the steps God took you through, and just narrow them down." So I thought about it. I analyzed myself and God blessed me to come up with these nine steps that he took me through. 
And that's where it really began. And so in the way of success, there's a synopsis of my story. Um, very quick, you know, synopsis, I think it's probably six or seven pages. But in the bounce back from heartbreak to wholeness, I break down the full story and, and give tips to women. So Elizabeth, tell us what's next for you. What are you working on right now? Okay. Um, well, what's next for me right now, um, of course, I'm doing as many interviews as I can and whatever God has me to do with the bounce back from heartbreak to wholeness. But I've also, um, I'm featured in Girl Get Up and Move, which I stated was another anthology. It's actually an Amazon bestseller, so I'm appreciative of that. Um, I also have uh, the, what I call the Book Lover's Book Log, which is a book log that I'm a member of a book club. I, I love literature. I love books. Backlist, my favorite. And in this book, in the Book Lover's Book Log, it's a place for um, people to write notes. Women, this one's targeted to women, but I am going to do a male version. Um, but notes from the books they read, it gives um, tips for discussion. You can rate the book. Um, it also lets you list your host names. Um, we have 10 people and sometimes we forget, okay, whose turn is it? And then for anybody who reads a lot, sometimes people will say, well, have you read that book? And it's like, I don't know, did I read that book? So this is the way to keep everything organized in one place. So that's my latest project. And I'm very grateful and appreciative of, of this. So I'm promoting that one currently, but I also am going to be relaunching the Bounce Back from Heartbreak to Wholeness. Um, since I've written the Bounce Back, people come to me when they're in the midst of their pain. And so I've been blessed to minister and, and coach people through you know, through what they're going through. So I'm definitely um, open to consulting and coaching people as well. I'll be launching that later this year. Um, so that, that, those are definitely things that are coming. If anyone wants to reach me, they can reach me. Um, again, lisabethwillis.com. You can email me through that system. You can reach me through Gmail. Um, at aboundingphoenix at gmail.com or simply lisabethwillis at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me at, um, on Instagram. Um, I also have a Facebook page called Bounce Back Tips with Lisa um, as well. So I'm trying to be everywhere. So there's not one person who needs the message. Those women who are going through, I would say I targeted, my target is 25 and up um, because I think, you know, up until then, you're still trying to figure out who you are. But by 25, <laughs> a lot of time life begins to happen. So um, mm -hmm. anyone who is in the midst of, of you know, that self-loss and um, it, it, who can, you know, be blessed by it. Lisa Beth, thank you so much for spending time with me today and um, being so open with your journey and your story. Before you go, I'd love to have you just take a moment to speak to that person out there who, like you, has um, a story to tell. They've been through uh, some ups and downs. They are on a journey with God, but there have been some lessons that have been learned that they would like to impart in the lives of others so that they don't have to um, stay stuck or repeat their mistakes. But for some reason, that individual is just feeling stuck right now. They're having trouble getting started. What piece of advice would you give to that person today? Someone who is struggling with putting pen to paper to get that keyboard out, 
I'm going to borrow from Nike and say, just do it. Just do it. Because writer's right. And not only that, I, I say that not in a way to discourage anyone, because somebody challenged me with that. You're a writer, right? Well, they didn't know everything else that I was going through behind the scenes, right? Everybody's going through something at some point. But I will say it's that, uh, that discipline and that procrastination that I spoke to earlier. We've got to get beyond that and just do it. The reality is if we had a job where we knew, and I'm borrowing this from, from Tress Isabel Smallwood, what she talks about, she doesn't believe in writer's block. Because when we work for other people, and they tell us to get something done by a certain deadline, we're gonna get it done. I know that's right. We know, we know we're getting a paycheck. So the reality is, if you know, if you think in your mind, okay, I'm gonna get $500,000 if I write this, you're gonna sit your tail down and you're gonna write. So the reality is, you don't know that paycheck that God has in store for you. You don't know what's coming, right? But you do know that if you don't put pen to paper, if you don't start from A, you're not gonna get to B. So just do it. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to encourage and inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. In order to stay up to date on our episodes, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you will be notified. And if this episode has been a blessing to you, do me a favor, rate and review. Until next time, God bless.